Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Radio 92.9 The Game. This is the only opportunity we have tonight with each other. We don't get these. It's time for 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show. Join us along with high school sports guru Sam Crenshaw and former high school football head coach Chris Parker. Listen in as we get you up to date on everything you need to know in the world of high school football in Georgia. From score updates to live reports from the week's top matchups, we bring Friday Night Lights to life. Hey, let's get this thing popping, man! 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show is brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. The 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Chris. And a good Friday evening, the final Friday of the evening of the regular season for high school football in the state of Georgia. And from one end of the state to the other, you can go north, you can go south, you can go east or west. Games are taking place that will impact the future. Games taking place that decides who will be in and out of the postseason. Games taking place that will decide who will be region, region champions. And then even after this tonight, there still may be something that needs to be done to decide who's in and who's out. We give you that as our backdrop as we welcome you into the scoreboard show. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. We got our our merry band is out uh, at games tonight. Going to be reporting back to you as the night goes on. We hope you're with us. We're here until midnight here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Coach, this is this week. I mean, you you start, really you start in the spring. And you spot your spring ball. You take a little break there for graduation, and then your summer workouts go. It's sweltering hot. You're out there working out. You know you're having, you know OTAs. You're, you're having seven on sevens. You're having padded camps. Uh, then you go into your preseason. You know your season starts there in August, and it works down to this night. You know some people will be packing it in. Regardless, they're going to go out and play this last game to try to at least finish the season on a positive note. But for others, there's a lot on the line tonight. One of my favorite weeks of the whole year right now. Um, maybe even more so than some of the playoff weeks. For what you just said, Sam, it's the last week of the regular season. Most games matter in some capacity. And even for the teams that it doesn't matter, meaning it doesn't matter if they win or lose tonight, they're taking stuff up. It's an opportunity for that team to play together one last time. Some seniors out there that maybe won't ever play again. And even the juniors and sophomores come back next year, but it'll be a new team. Right, And like you said, they've been working together since really January, but been playing on the field since May. 
And, and you know what it is in May and June and July and August and September? You know what it is? Is that? Hot. Yeah, very. And uh, you have to learn how to win in high school football in the hot. High school football starts, you know, a couple weeks before the NFL. Well, a few weeks before the NFL, maybe even a couple before college. Right. It's hot. Very. But you're always in the season with the hot chocolate, Sam. Saturday night. You always end it with 30 degrees. I've been asking you a few weeks, is it hot chocolate? Is it hot chocolate? And you said, nah, not quite. Hot, hot chocolate, chocolate this no, week, man. Baby. Let me tell you yeah. something. Starting about Tuesday, hot chocolate, baby. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's been cold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I prefer to warm myself. I'm excited to be here with you tonight. 72 degrees in here with you guys. Yep. Uh, but it's going to be cold out there. It and it is, teams that have to win when it's cold, they have to win when it's hot, they have to find ways. You want to win the region championship. You're going to have to find a way to win both times. You're going to have to find a way to win early in the year, late in the year, big-time games going on tonight that affect playoff seeding, region championships, all kind of things. And and things, Sam, that build momentum for the next year even. So, you know, so you're, you're listening for all those things today, but every score we tell you tonight, there'll be a story behind. That's what you <laughs> want to know. Every single one, whether it's for playoff positioning, a region championship, or just a group of guys playing their last game together. Uh, it's going to be a story to be told in every single score you hear tonight, and, and I don't know that we can say that every week. I think this is one of those weeks where that's really true. Yeah, yeah, folks, and that's what we talk about uh, all season long. We come down to this particular night. We know what's at stake. We know what's on the line. And like you said, for some, it may be the last time they get to play, uh, but still you want to go out and give it your best. I've talked to so many coaches who will say, after we played that last game, we couldn't wait to start doing mat drills. We couldn't wait to start doing the, the, the conditioning you know, for January to come around. So like, uh, a positive finish can be that thing that yeah. catapults you into a very positive offseason. Everybody's showing up early, everybody on time, everybody with great attitudes because of the success they have to end the season on. Absolutely. The hope you can gain is very important. Remember, only one team, after this week, only one team can end their season with a win. That's the state champs. Everybody's going to lose in the playoffs. Yeah. So the only way you can end your season with a win is if you don't make the playoffs. You get a win, you build in the momentum in the next season. But what we're going to talk about a lot tonight, Sam, are playoffs. This is like, uh, you know, March Madness, the day before when they build the brackets. Yeah, the brackets, like, yeah. And we all have Kelly Price on, our friend from Fox 5. They always have some some brackets, yep, right? Yep, yep. And uh, Scortland will have some brackets, some more friends yep, of ours. Yep, yep. John Nelson. It, it's the, it's John Nelson will have them with GPB. They'll have the bracket. It's, it's a bracket time. It's like, you know, <laughs> you don't get that in that 14 college playoff. You no, know? you don't. No, you don't. But we got 32-team playoffs. We've got eight of them, you know, counting the two single-A brackets. Eight brackets. And it's the last year for eight, Sam. True. We talk about that, too. But there's going to be eight brackets of 32 teams. You say, man, that's a lot. Well, it's about half the teams. About half of them aren't going to play after this week. So, wow. yeah, exciting times. Very exciting times for high school football in the state of Georgia. We hope you're going to stay with us uh, because this week there was something. Matter of fact, we had classification placements this week. And shall we start? Let's get. Let's go with the opening drive. It's time for the opening drive. Brought to you by the W Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Visit WSauce.com to find a retailer near you. All right, the opening drive. And I guess something that happens this week was classification placements. We had heard a lot about classification, and, you know, we've had guests on to talk about it. This week we get the placements. Uh, and we're going to hear from someone in the next hour who will really go into depth and talk about the process. But 
Tell us about what you know of the process and how it works. Well, well, every two years, the GHSA puts people in regions. And I have some people ask me, like, well, why are they doing this every two years? It happens too much. Well, the reason is the school populations change. And if your son was in the ninth grade and they got placed in a region because just a few kids bumped you from 4A to 5A, and then within the next year or two you built a new neighborhood, built a new school, whatever, you wouldn't want your son to, by the time you're in 11th grade, you're ready to go back down to where you belong. So it's not as simple to say you shouldn't do it. But every two years, Sam, they're going to put regions out, and the process starts like this. In October, the Department of Education takes FTE. They take um, enrollments from every school. They release those numbers to the Georgia High School Association in November right now, 1st of November. Then the Georgia High School Association puts you in order from one to 400 and something. And they've already determined how many or what percent of those people will be in 6A, 5A, 4A, 3A. So what they did this week was just put that ranking out. Okay. Okay, so I think 60, top 65 teams were going to be 6A. Right. So they 6A, just, no 7A. No 7A anymore, just 6A. Yeah. So they put them in order. At 65, they drew a line, right? Yep. Then they went down, and it was a certain percent for the rest. But they drew a line. Now those teams have a couple of weeks to appeal that. They say, hey, whoa, 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 that's not right. Right? They can appeal. They have that right if they think they're inaccurate. Okay. Then they'll take that group, and they'll put them in regions. And then you'll have two weeks to appeal that. Okay. So that's the process. So we're still early in it. But everybody should know right now what classification they're going to be. 4A, 3A, 2A, 6A, whatever. They should know what classification they're going to be. And they can petition to play up. Because sometimes people want to play up, which they have the right to do. Right. Or they may say, no, this is not right. Our number's wrong. We should be playing down. And here's the facts of why. And that doesn't happen very often. And some of that is sometimes that's to retain a rivalry. It could be a To play up. Right. right, Yeah, because – you could have an area like Columbus or Savannah or Augusta right. where you have maybe 10 or 11 schools and maybe nine of them are playing in one class and two are playing one below. They may encourage those two to just play up so they can all be together and have uh, you know have rivalries and make sure they're all in the same region or something like that. Yeah. Right, right. I'm and sometimes the private schools just want to play up. And now with the multiplier, they probably don't as much. But like Maris played up for years. Right. Right, yeah. they have. I'm looking at some of the names, some of the numbers, and I'm seeing projected by some of them. And what you know exactly what's what, what's up with that? I'm seeing. The if numbers. you see, if you see the projected thing, yes, it probably means. Well, it probably it means that there's some kind of new school happening there. So what it means is, over the next two years, we're going to gain or lose enrollment. So think of a place like Seckinger. Right. Right. They would have to project their enrollment, maybe. I know Gainesville have projected by them, but I think they're building some academy. There's a new school that's splitting them off a little bit so they can project their numbers. Now, it has to be approved. Okay. But they're saying we by the time this school ne- – remember, it's, it's November. These are the classifications we have now is what we have all the way to May. So this is for next year. So if you wanted to say, time out, we're not going to have this enrollment next year, and here's why – you you can work that out with the GHSA. Now they have to allow you to do that. Okay. But yeah, you, that's what projected means is that something's happening in your school district 
that's changed the enrollment from what you would have thought it would be. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So that, that's what I'm looking at. Some that have projected next to them, and you know, you see they going by the, the numbers that they go by. When I'm looking at it, if you want to go to ghsa.net, they, they they have it there for you to see where your school is or is projected to be uh, for the coming school year. And so, you know, that's that's it. We do this every two years. And every two years, not everybody is satisfied. Not everybody is happy. Yeah. And it counts, you know, real quick rules for anybody listening that's not as familiar with this or wants to know more about it. There's a couple of caveats. It's not just enrollment. One, if a student is out of district, meaning they don't live in your school district, but they go to school there, they count as three. Okay. And so you see those numbers. If you got 50 of those students, they count as 150. You know, and so that changes some of the numbers. And then the other thing that people need to understand is this year, starting next year, single A to triple A, all the private schools will play as one champion. Right. So they will be pulled out. So right now you're looking at triple A, Calvary Day. Great chance to compete for the state championship in triple A. I mean, they've got a great team, Calvary Day. Okay. You look at double A, you got Fellowship Christian, who won a big game, reading championship game last night against Union. Yep. Well, next year, Fellowship Christian is who's double A now. And Calvary Day, who's 3A, will be playing in the same playoff bracket. You see what I mean? Okay, okay, okay. So, I, And then they'll be pulled out of that bracket. So you'll have a public school champion for single A, double A, triple A, 4A, 5A, 6A. Right. And then you'll have one private school champion, single A to triple A. That's a little bit different than how we've done in the past. They do it that way. They kind of do it that way with, with lacrosse now, right? Every sport. Well, they kind of do it with lacrosse, yeah, lacrosse because, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Lacrosse has its own rules because there's not that many teams that have played when they were projecting it. But, yes, moving forward, that would be for every sport. And that's what – this that particular rule is not a football rule for those right, that right. are worried about it's it. It's for all the other sports. Right, because when you get into tennis and golf or something like that, I mean, the, the private school may have won every championship, single A, double A, and triple A. Wow. Now they can only win one, right? Okay. So it gives some of the public schools a chance. So it, it, it obviously is controversial. Okay, I mean, there's an argument to be made on both sides. I'm well aware of that. But it's uh, it's going to be different and then how they count enrollment. So think of this, Sam. I'll get you out on this, but look at Alpharetta. You want to be Alpharetta High School next year? Yeah, wow. They're about, uh, looks like they're about eight kids away from being in 5A, but they're, they're in the top class, 6A last. And just happened to be that 65th team where the cutoff was, right? Wow. Had to be somebody. It had to be. Had to be. And, and they're it. And Rome, Rome – Literally about eight kids away from being 6A, but they're 5A. That is just – when, when you look at the list, that is simply amazing. Yeah, isn't that something? It's simply amazing to see that. It truly is. But that's something we talk about. And we're going to talk about it more at the top of the next hour and, uh, and raise some thoughts out from, from Jim, Jim Finch, who is the president of the GHSA, is going to join us. Um, and we get his thoughts on all the ideas that went into it what he's hearing back from people so far and and to get into the appeal process we'll talk about that as well that's coming up in the next hour also our school days guest uh man big player i'm just going to say big guy who played great on defense but he also tied a record held by herschel walker you don't want to stay tuned for and, and, and hear from him that's a good tease there. how about that how about that we're about 15 minutes away from games getting started the kickoffs at 7 30 kickoffs we do have some 8 o'clock kickoffs around the state as well. Coming back, we're going to preview and set the stage for the games that we're going to be covering and get to some of the games that were played last night, crucial games last night. We're just getting started on this Friday night. 
It's the Scoreboard Show, your high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Back to more of the high school football scoreboard show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. Non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com Friday night. So glad you're with us for the High School Scoreboard Show. Hope you're following us on social media. Follow our reporters who are out. Uh, Garrett Chapman is out in the battle with Marietta High School. You can check with him uh, at GCHAPATL. Uh, we're going to check in with, with, uh, with Day Day Lewis in just a minute. He is at the D Lewis for real. Uh, and Eric Slaughter is going to check in with as well. He's at East Slaughter for real. That's coming up. Of course, you got me here in studio at Sam Crenshaw 23. And you got uh, Coach here at Chris underscore Parker 222. You want to communicate with us uh, via the Twitter or the X or whatever you called it in the last 48 hours. Uh, yeah, to, whatever. To, to, tonight, whatever, whatever it is. We had a lot of games last night, Coach, and um, you, you had some that you thought were pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, you want to want to talk about a little bit, them a little bit before we get our Yeah, let's do it. I mean, there was a lot of games yesterday, and remember we bring it up. Why is that? L- lack of officials. Yeah. Some games get moved to Thursday, but there were some big games. Fellowship Christian over Union County, 28-21, close game. Fellowship wins that region. Elka, 42-26 winners over McNair. They make a playoff spot. They were in danger of not making the playoffs for the first time in a long, wow. long time. Wow. Get the win. Uh, Jefferson, 35 to nothing win over Eastside. Clinch the region championship. Eastside's good. Jefferson, 
Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. State champion tender. Remember, they got beat in the first round next yeah. last year. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. They got and they've one, been angry since. They, I told, they got one of the top players. Everybody's watching, too, as well, Sammy Brown. So we want you to see what happens with them going forward this time in the first round. Yeah, listen, Sam. I, you know, it's high school ball. We're not advocating betting or nothing. No. But I'll bet whatever anybody wants to bet <laughs> that they're not going to lose next they're week. They're not going to lose next week. They've been angry all year about that. Yeah, they have. They're 10-0 and – Won the region championship last night, 35 to nothing over Eastside. Great win for Coach Nolan and his crew. Um, Mays beat Lithia 30 nothing. Mays doing the same thing as last year, rolling. But a score that stood out to me, Sandy Creek 22, Douglas 21. Yeah. Man, that region's got some good teams. Wow. You know, Carver, Sandy Creek, Douglas, Cedar Grove, all pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Douglas, we talked to Stanley Pritchett a couple weeks ago. Does a great job there, but came off a little bit short in that one. But some games with some playoff implications yeah. last night. Yeah. I think Dutchtown was a winner over Ola 20 to 17. Um, they got a win last night. So, yeah, there are a number of games you watch. And Holy Innocence getting the win over, over Hatefield Charter uh, is, is, is big for them coming back because they, they suffered a loss recently. Yeah, that, that's a playoff position and win for them, giving them a better seed for the playoffs moving forward. That's it. Though. So, those are some of the games that took place. Last night, and you know, like you said, because of the officiating shortage we have, and that, that that shortage will get even more so in the next week because you have to be certified for right. postseason, right? And that's why in the first round, you remember, half of the teams will play on Friday, and half will play on Saturday. Remember that, right? The last three years we've done that. It, it, it's not ideal for some people, but that's how we do it. So next Friday night. Tune in to hear half of the games. Yep. <laughs> because the other half will be taking place Saturday because of the officiating shortage, and hopefully that will, you know, rectify itself and it will improve uh, in the coming seasons. And so that's, but that's the case that we are dealing with for this week. All right, we're going to get an uh, update and a preview. Let's check in with Day Day Lewis. Time now for the pregame sideline report. 92.9 The Game's high school scoreboard show is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the high school scoreboard show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker. Guys, I'm here with uh, head coach of the Tucker Tigers, Coach Lonnie Jones. Coach, obviously, all the it's a winner-take-all uh, night for you guys tonight. And uh, just what do you want to see from you guys coming out the gate? I just want to come out here and try to dominate, man. We just want to dominate. You know, everybody said you want to compete, but, you know, competing, yeah, that's really not anything. It's, that's the easiest thing to do. But we want to come out here and, and, and have complete dominance on every phase of the game. And if we can come out here and do that, then we're going to give ourselves a great opportunity to win this game. All right, Coach, thanks for a couple of minutes and good luck today. Thank you, sir. All right, let's day day and talking with Coach. Uh, just talking about things at, at Tucker, a big game, of course, they're going against uh, a coach. Uh, in Arabia Mountain that you know very well, and he's had a tremendous season. Yeah, Arabia Mountain, 8-1 and one coming into this game, undefeated in the region. Uh, Tucker, also undefeated in the region. Both teams 4-0, and oh, that's region 4, 5A. The winner is the region champs, Arabia Mountain Tucker. Coach made it simple. He said he's going to dominate, but it's, it's going to be a tough game. <laughs> Two teams, both 4-0 and oh in the region. The winner is the region champ. They get a trophy. You get they got the trophy at the game, Sam. They it's bring them to there. the game. Exactly oh yeah, the it's game. there. Okay. The region secretary brought it is sitting there at the game. The winner's gonna get that trophy. The loser gonna still host a playoff game next week. Okay. Both teams in good shape. The loser in that region will be second place. And then the third seed will be Decatur. 
yes. in that region. And the four C will be Shambly. Shambly, who got a win last year. night. They got O'Shambly with 49-14 winners over Lithonia last Went night. Went over Lithonia to clinch a playoff spot again two years in a row for Coach Swank. And Shambly, if you know where they were a few years ago, two years in a row in the 5A playoffs, pretty impressive. So that's where this region is. We're going to have a region champ here tonight. That game's on the, the online GPB one, too, and mm-hmm. we got Day-Day there. That's going to be one to follow. Absolutely, absolutely. We got the, yeah, that was the online game. The other one, obviously, is the Milton uh, yeah. Lambert, Lambert that's, game. That's going to be a good one, too. <laughs> that's going to that's be a very hey, good ball and game. We talked about reclassification, Sam. Keep in mind that Milton will be in the next highest class next year. They're going to be in 5A. They've dropped down. You know, there's a few little yeah, nuggets yeah, that happen. Yeah. They'll be playing with Roswell. You know, Milton and Roswell right down the road from each other, That's right? That's true. That's so true. Milton and Roswell will now be back in a region together, but not in the highest class. You ever think you see that? Mm. How about that? That's odd. That's odd. You know, Roswell Milton game got a lot more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? How about that? You think about that in some of the teams in there. You know, I'm looking at some of the the schools that fall into that classification for that 5A, and second year is that. And we're talking about a school that is, you know, very, very new. They got an AI wing. You know what you told me? Yeah. yeah, but No, they got AI curriculum. AI curriculum. AI, AI, they need to AI that FT number and get that thing down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they skimmed a lot of students off Mill Creek and some off Mountain View. Yeah. That, and there's a lot of the students that, uh, that they came over to make up this school. Yeah, if you follow Mill Creek, you know, they probably skimmed some good football players. Just a matter of time before they get old enough <laughs> to be able to play on Friday night. Yeah. Uh, they broke through this year, and they, and they got, what, they got, what, three wins, I think, this season. So that was big. We we, we really uh, had them celebrate when they won their first win, got their first win in school history this year. And, you know, that, that, that's big for a program like that, you know, and when Coach Lottie has done over there uh, to come in and and, uh, and get some guys staying in, in that program, get them focused, and he's working the youth. The the uh, the junior programs for that area, that part of Gwinnett County. So, and you can, because you know what's around you, you go in one direction, you go to Mill Creek, go back in the other way, you hit you hit Buford. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'd say they're pretty between. good. Yeah. But you know, there was a day when Mill Creek started out just like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, in the two thousands, not mm-hmm. that long ago, mm-hmm. Mill Creek starts out like that, and now they are what they're on. Is that's what Coach Lottie's trying to build there? But they'll be in five A for the next two years. They'll probably be in six A after that. One would have to assume being Gwinnett schools are usually pretty large. Um, so be exciting to see what they can do. Will be, will be, will be, folks. Of course, a lot of the games are coming up uh, tonight as we're about a minute away from kickoff of the last game of the regular season for high school football. Uh, less than a minute away from these games getting started around the area. So it's an exciting time, a thrilling time, some games we're really looking forward to following uh, tonight and see how some things tur- turn out. I-, I think we have some great games lined up that our reporters are going to be covering on. Uh, we're going to check in with Jeff Sintel, who always is out watching some recruits or some future dogs. He's going to peep on Westlake tonight. That they're, they're playing over at Campbell, uh, region contest. So he's going to uh, get, a, get a good look at those guys. we got Carver against Cedar Grove. And we know that, that, what that game holds. We know what it normally would hold. Yeah. You know, you know, well, it's uh, been a state champion, per, like – an actual state championship game. Right, right. Right, and that's one we got tonight. So, that's you know, Cedar Grove's kind of rolling right now. They're probably going to win that game. But I would never count out Coach Miles' team. They're going to compete be ready to go. Let me tell you another game I'm interested in. We got a little studio interest in. Okay. So, we talked about Arabia Mountain. They're 8-1. and one. Arabia Mountain lost the first game of the year to Maynard Jackson, 15-16. Wow. They won the next eight. One of the games that got our attention with Arabia Mountain, they beat Stevenson. 27 right. to 22. Yeah. 
I mean, Dom's in here with his Stevenson <laughs> swimming sweatshirt. Yeah, I had no, to bring yeah, it up. But proud, Steve, proud alumnus, proud but alumnus. I know Dom is interested in this one because tonight, Stevenson, seven and two, by the way. Yeah. They've only lost one of the games. Stevenson, very good. But they are three and one in the region. Westminster's three and one in the region. They've got the tiebreaker over Westminster. All they have to do to win the region championship is beat a team that they know very well, Southwest DeKalb. Ooh. Well, you said, you said all you got to do. Yes, now that, that's, that's not easy. They're a little down this year. They're a little, they're a little down, but you know what? But don't get cocky, dumb. <laughs> because it's these type of games. Right. It's going to make their whole season if they beat Stevenson tonight and ruin that region championship. Listen, we we saw it earlier. I, I said that that was a game against Arabia that I felt Stevenson should have won. You know, we, we've seen them drop games like this before. Take care of business tonight. You're going up against a team that's 2-7. and seven. They're going up against a team that's 2-7, and seven, but yeah, it's like – But everybody knows everybody. You know when Alabama <laughs> exactly. goes to Auburn yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Auburn's not Throw good? Throw records but out they, the window. Yeah, you, just, you never yeah. know, man. It might – so I – Everybody knows everybody. I'm just saying if I was Coach Jelks, we'd be – Treating this thing like it was the state championship game. I shout be shout, out, shout out to Coach Jokes. He's on one of them rolling things, man. He had surgery on his leg. Man. And um, Well, Coach, get way away from these players yeah, now. Don't yeah. get rolled up tonight. Yeah, he got, he's got one of them rolling things that he's on. Troop and LaGrange. Yo. Tonight. That's like Stevenson Southwest to Cavs, yeah. another rivalry. <laughs> everybody knows everybody, man. You got to like the 10th game rivalries. You know, they've something gotten away from a little bit. We have. You know, it used to be you always locked in that last game with your main rival. And people kind of gotten away from that because the playoffs are the next week and it, it does create some issues. But it used to be noon in East Coweta, right? Right. Tenth game. Right, so right, I was to right. Cab Stevenson, Tuck, Troop LaGrange. Some of them still there. We still got those. We got McEachern and Hillgrove tonight. McEachern and Hillgrove. What, yeah. what does Bednarowski call that thing? Oh, what did he call that game? He had a name for the, it. The something in Powder Town? <laughs> I mean, I know it's Powder Springs. <laughs> powder, but yeah, yeah. Throw down in Powder Town. Throw down in Powder Town. Something yeah. like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah Bednarowski. Yeah, he had that. But whatever it is. Two teams from Powder Springs are going to play tonight. Both have been prominent teams in the last 15 or 20 years in McEachern for longer than that. McEachern and Hillgrove uh, playing for pride. McEachern's a region champs, you know. Mm-hmm. But Hillgrove got a chance to knock them off, uh, take a little pride in that, and be interesting to see. We've got a really good slate of games yeah. tonight. So. Norcross and North Gwinnett. Uh, that's also got, got region championship. In yeah, it. Norcross wins. They're the region champs. Right. North Gwinnett wins. Three-way tie, baby. Wow. No, I, I mean, we're, now we're getting into three-way ties. We can talk yeah, about that all the three-way ties, oh, my goodness, and the tiebreakers we do them. Right. I know we got to get out on this, but each yeah. region sets their own tiebreaker. Okay. This is where it gets really tricky. The state the G- doesn't do this. The state only – you. a lot of people understand the state does the playoffs. It's your job as a region to send four teams to the playoffs. Does that make sense? However you want to send them. Okay. So most people do the conventional thing, and they all play everybody, and they – Decide who the four teams are going to be. But the region sets their own three-way tie. So if you get in a three-way tie situation, in that case it would be Peachtree Ridge, North Gwinnett, and Norcross. Right. And if they all beat each other, they were one and one against each other. Right. It would go into probably nowadays was point differential. Okay. Meaning you take those games and whoever had the best point differential. So – I beat Dom by four. Dom beat you by six. You beat me by 11. You know what I mean? Whoever had the best point differential, so in that case, you go. Okay. You won by 11. Does that All make right. sense? That makes sense. Um, that makes sense. So that that's what you're going to see tonight. And that's the, the main tiebreaker we see nowadays is some kind of point differential. 
but it's really difficult for us to keep up with because 64 different regions. Yeah. Conceivably, 64 different tiebreakers because some of them will put it at 13-point cap. You know, the most you win by is 13, even if you win by 50. Okay. You know, and there's some other ones will play a mini game. Might even get a, a coin flip. Co- a coin flip? A coin. Oh, my goodness. Every now and then you get a coin flip. We, you go out to the Waffle House. Well, you don't let people know that now. No, you go to the Waffle House but, and you but get you, you a. But you don't want to. You don't want to. No, no, no. It's a secret you Waffle House. You don't want people house, to know because everybody yeah. be in the parking lot. Nothing sadder than sitting there getting your hash browns. Oh, my goodness. And, and losing that coin flip and oh. still got a half-eaten waffle. Do, do you eat first before you call? You know, you don't flip it, then you eat. Uh, you you lose the coin flip and lose your appetite. You yeah. don't want to go and eat after Everybody that. thinks they're winning the coin flip, Sam. There we go. Until, they, until it's over, they always think they're winning it. <laughs> Games are underway on this final Friday night of the regular season. Coming up, uh, coaches' checklist. We're going to check in with I.J. Rosenberg from Score Atlanta. It is the Scoreboard Show, your high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio, 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. It local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. 
Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Sports Radio, 99 The Game, and 99 The Game.com. The High School Scoreboard Show. Uh, the games have started. 7.30, all the 7.30 kickoffs have done. Uh, Coach, you already got some scores here. I got, I got one, North Forsyth, 7, Appalachian, nothing. That's the first quarter score. Uh, some games that are uh, scores that are already coming in. Havisham uh, Central's up 7-0 on Shiloh. Uh, we got Lumpkin County. What a season they're having, right? They're up on uh, West Hall, 7-0. That's the first quarter score. Uh, in that one, trying to go ten and zero, Lumpkin County. Yeah, for the yeah. first time ever, East Coweta up seven to nothing on Pebble Root with a quick touchdown early. East Coweta six and three, trying to get the seven and three playoff positioning ready to go for next week. Absolutely, absolutely. Of course, shout out to Mike Bell and the folks down in his neighborhood. He always keeps up with East Coweta. Yeah, he keeps up with East Coweta. Yeah. <laughs> He's up with East Coweta down that way. All right, as always on a Friday night, and he just got some good stuff for you again tonight. As always, it's the coach's checklist. <laughs> Time now for Coach Parker's Coach's Checklist. As Coach and Chris Parker get their analysis of this week's biggest stories. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Get any sized air conditioner for only $69.99 per month. Visit ReliableAir.com. All right, Coach, what do you have for us this week? Well, this week I was going to bring up five things. Okay, That okay. determine who wins these big games. You get into the 10th game, there's some people playing tonight for they, – they got to have a plan to play next week. They're getting a bus ready. They're going to South Georgia. Or they might be taking up equipment. Wow. And uh, and either one. And the game just kicked off. They don't know which one it is now. Those are some pressure moments now. And, you know, ironically, you see more of those in high school ball than you do in the other levels. True. The win and go home kind of games. There's so many of them. And this is the first week of them. And then, of course, from now on, that's yeah, all we that's got. That's all we got, right. So what are five, what determines – who wins these games? What are some things to look for if you say, man, do we have a real chance? And there's five things, and, and they're not in any particular order. But the first one is tactical scheme, meaning X's and O's, man. Who, who's, got, who's, who's coach? Is a coach, do you put your players in good positions? Do you move some guys around? You know, Alabama a few years ago had Devontae Smith. He won the Heisman. He's the best receiver in the country. Everybody wants to double team him. Now they got Marvin Harrison Jr. at Ohio State. Everybody, they say it's easy, just double team. Yeah. Well, then the play caller has to put the guy in the backfield, put him at the inside receiver, put him off the ball. Hard to double team that guy. Yeah. You just put him out there out wide like they did Jerry Rice for so many years. You could double team him. You can't do that anymore. The tactical scheme of figuring out how to do that. The next thing is just technique. Whose offensive line is getting after it better than who? Whose defensive line is getting after it better than who? That's going to determine who wins these big games. Third thing, and this is the one coaches want to talk about. They want to talk about people getting after it, having some heart and being tough and being physical and disciplined. It's one of these five things. It's 20%, but it's not all of it. Okay. I mean, if they got better players or if their old line's better or you got better matchups, it doesn't matter. But if things are equal, like they are in these games a lot, Arabia Mountain and Tucker, okay, Milton Lambert, 
Who's going to get out? Who, who's, who's just tougher? Who's getting after it? Who's playing with the most toughness, the most heart? Okay. You know, that does matter. It's not the only thing. A lot of people think that's the only thing. Right. People used to always ask me, Sam, they say, well, we come out, we, we usually play pretty well in the second half, and we come out and win the second half, and somebody's daddy will say, Coach, you must have really told them something at halftime. Yeah, right. I'd be like, well, I mean, I pretty much just told them to get some water. And, um, you know, we went over a couple of things. But if I would have known what to tell them, Dom, I would definitely not wait until halftime. <laughs> 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 I would have told so sometimes it's not as motivational <laughs> as people think is what I'm saying. Now, now you're ruining it for a lot of people right now. Coach. Oh, sorry, sorry. Because a lot of people think that, that that's great. That's, you know, it's great. There's sermon. only one segment. It's great we, sermon at halftime that these coaches get up and give. We and, do this for five hours, okay? There's 15 different segments. It's only one where I pull the curtain back a little bit, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, no, listen. <clears throat> yep. When things are equal, that stuff matters. Mm-hmm. When they're not, it doesn't. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to give any examples, but you can figure it out. When one team's this and the other one's that, it's not going to matter. But you get in the playoffs and it does. And that's what I guess I'm saying. If you're Buford, you're Mill Creek, you're a team that traditionally is winning. Now you're going to start measuring up every week with somebody like you. Right. It is going to matter if you play with more focus, more toughness, more heart, whatever. And I say all the stuff that maybe didn't matter as much as people think starts mattering right now. Wow. Then you look at the matchup. Sometimes teams just match up. Last year, Walton beat Buford in the playoffs. There's a good matchup. Walton goes to Carrollton. Carrollton beat Walton. Does that mean Carrollton would have beat Buford? No. No. It has no bearing on that. Every team's a different matchup. I think Southwest Cab matchup with Stevenson tonight. They're going to have to play hard to get that win because of rivalry. Those kids aren't going to be scared of – they know each other. Right. Like, every matchup's just a little different. But if Stevenson's playing a different 2-7 and seven team, it's probably over, man. But they're not playing a different two and seventeen. They're playing one that matches up with them. Yeah. And so the last one is just confidence. I mean, playing with confidence. The team that has the most confidence wins a lot in high school. They're in a lot of things, but in the real confidence, not fake confidence. I mean, real right. confidence really right. expects to win is going to matter. And so those are the things you're going to look for as your team moves into the playoffs. And if we can get a big win, yeah, somebody's going to line up with you next week. Can you beat them tactically, technically, toughness, matchups, and confidence? Those are the things, and folks, that's what we get from the coach, the coach's checklist. Uh, and obviously, you know, he has more of this. You can follow him on his social media platform. Uh, Parker Resources, tell people how people can get more than that. Yeah, parkerresources.org. We're going to. We got a book sale starting tomorrow, Sam, so people can get a book if they want. Yeah. Okay. All right. It'll my be birthday be, this week. We can pass the November. It'll be good. That's right. That's right. We have a birthday this yeah. week, man. We, that would be nice to say birthday to coach. Yeah, well, That's yeah. That's great. Yeah, get a book. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, 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 you know, hey, if it, for that for that coach that's on your list. This, yeah, we this, get some of those. This, too. Ho- this holiday season. Yeah, the coaches are hopefully busy right now. Okay. But the people <laughs> listening that support the coach. <laughs> and, and don't get one of those sarcastic books, Sam, where like you buying what your coach a book of mine and saying, hey, you were not good this year. You might want to read this book. I mean, don't do <laughs> no, that. No, no, no. You know, no. But, wow. but, well, I mean, if you do it, just go to parkerresource.org. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, he's just here to help, folks. Coach is just here to help, and I hope you enjoyed it. All right, uh, I.J. Rosenberg, we always check in with him. Uh, Score Atlanta, they have a big one tonight out in Gwinnett County. Let's check in with him. I.J., good evening. Welcome in. How are you on this final reg- final night of the regular season? Good evening, guys. Good, good. Should be an interesting night. Beautiful night for football, about 53 degrees. And, uh, you know, we'll get a chance to see two good Gwinnett teams play, Norcross 
uh, North Gwinnett, who's, you know, really improved over this season, uh, should be a good football game and, and certainly has region uh, title implications uh, there if, uh, if North Gwinnett can win. IJ, I was talking earlier about how football is just such a, such a great game, but one of the things that makes it great is you have to have a team that can win in a lot of different environments. And you think about what you guys did in the Corky Kale, the outdoor games, and how hot it was. And then you've been at some rainy games. Now it's a little bit cooler. Like, what have you seen over the years with teams that can just win in all these environments? Well, you know, I was listening to your show earlier, and I heard you talking, you know, talking about, you know, the playoffs and bringing up some of the teams, you know, such as Buford, who was upset last year by Walton, which, by the way, we had on TV. We were very lucky that night. You know, I, I think that programs today um, in Georgia, um, you know, what you see is, is they're, a lot of them are preparing for pretty much anything. Um, you know, obviously, you know, early in the season uh, when it can be extremely hot. Um, of course, you know, most of these or all of the teams in Georgia are coming off some, you know, some very hot practices, about three weeks of it, an acclimation of a couple of days. And then, you know, it starts to, to get really nice. There's really not a whole lot of preparing for that other than just enjoying the weather. Um, and then when it gets cold, but, you know, high schools today do a good job with it, um, and especially when it's raining, um, you know, and, and, you know, doing stuff, very, very simple stuff is making sure that you have enough footballs, uh, making sure that your quarterback and your receivers, of course, receivers today, most of them wear gloves, which help during the, the wet, uh, you know, if something's mm-hmm. coming down. Uh, but, you know, having enough towels, I, you know, look, I mean, High school football, you go to Gainesville, you go to Walton, you go to Buford. Um, you know, they're doing the same things that Alabama and Ohio State and Georgia are doing. I mean, it's it's amazing to see how far along uh, these programs have come. When I was at Lakeside uh, back in the 1970s, you know, it, it really hasn't changed that much, guys. I mean, we used to wear the, the running backs and the receivers who wore tearaway jerseys when they were legal. Uh, but we, you know, we had big coats when it was cold. Uh, so I don't think a whole lot has changed. Uh, I think the worst thing that can happen that really evens a game up is heavy downpours. But, you know, unlike when we played football, uh, it doesn't seem like they play when it rains that hard anymore. It always seems like it's lightning. Uh, so they, you know, typically, you know, wait until it stops. Uh, but, you know, they're prepared and, um, you know, it's not going to be cold tonight, um, but, you know, the next couple of weeks could be a, a totally different story. Yep, I just, you talking about that. You don't think to deal with now is mud. Everybody's got turf, so those fields don't turn into soup like they used to <laughs> back, back, back in the day. Well, we like, you know, we, we were, you know, you should have seen our uniforms. I mean, we, we were purple and gold, and we had some guys, I mean, and very few guys played both ways at Lakeside when I was there. Uh, but that was sort of the fun part of it. I, I remember playing at a Briancliffe Community Sports back in the early, early 70s and late 60s. They had a really good uh, youth football program called the GFL, which I think is still around. I don't think it's the same exact thing. Uh, but, I, guys, I'll tell you a great story. And I, I might have told you this, so I, if I have, please stop me. Uh, but we, every, um, the deal with the league back then was, 
was you got a trip to Florida and you stayed, you know, you stayed with a player and their parents and their family and stuff like that. And then a team came in and we were lucky one time. And I think it was back in 1971, we were called the Briarcliff Eagles and a team from New Jersey, from Princeton, New Jersey came down and we played them at St. Pius. And it was, it was freezing guys. And we're, (laughs) we're like nine years old and I'll never forget. I'll never forget going in the locker room and George Maloof, who was the long, long time uh, coach at, at St. Pius, very successful player as well. Um, I'll never forget him coming in there and looking at us and saying, "Well, what do you guys cry?" I mean, we were crying, guys. It was so cold; <laughs> hands were like frozen. But you know, you know, the AstroTurf, your rights cleaned it up. But I'll tell you, I like playing on grass. Uh, there was a great somebody shot out a great pitcher. I think it was Matt Stewart. Um, and they showed a picture of the Hiram football field back when they had grass. And that groundskeeper was so proud of that field. It looked so good. You know, uh, every 10 yards they went the other way with the lawnmower. It looked like a golf course. Uh, I sort of, you know, I understand why they have to use turf now. Uh, certainly cuts down on the cost, and it certainly allows the kids get, to get back on it faster. But I, I miss grass. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing with the field turf. Well, you mentioned – Coach Maloof, thoughts about this game tonight and his son and what he's done. Now he's the all-time winningest coach in Gwinnett County as Norcross goes up against North Gwinnett tonight. Well, it's interesting because I grew up with them, and they they were right across 85 at St. Pius. And and (laughs) the funny thing is we never played them because they were much smaller, but they were the closest high school to us. Um, So I knew the family well. Um, Kevin was a little bit older. Of course, Kevin did a – a really good job up coaching up at Tequila. Um, you know, had a Heisman Trophy winner up there. But um, I think, excuse me, not uh, that's an incorrect statement. I apologize for that one. I was thinking about Duluth. Um, but um, Keith is, is has just been extremely stable in the way he's coached. I mean, he you know he was at Meadow Creek, um, did a good job over there, and he's really done a great job of creating just a tremendous community um, over at Norcross High School. You go there and you look at their sponsor board, and it's got 60 or 70 signs on it. Uh, he's just done a great job and uh, always has tremendous athletes that go to that school. And, you know, I think before Keith won those back-to-back state titles, there were a lot of people that said, that, you know, sort of almost like the Bobby Cox thing, man, you get to the show, but you can't win it. Uh, but he did win it. And uh, he won those back-to-back titles with two great backs. The first one, of course, Alvin Kamara, who now is, is playing for the Saints. Um, but he's, he's just done a really good job. He keeps his, most, of the, most of his staff has, has been with him uh, for a long time. And, um, you know, he's, he's, just, he's just done a – in my opinion, he's been able – to just keep that program rolling financially and on the field. And, uh, I, you know, Keith, I'm a big fan of Keith Maloof. I'm a big fan of the Keith fam, uh, Maloof family. Of course, Tyler, uh, his son, is at Lanier High School and doing a really good job. He seems to have turned them around. So, you know, that's a, that's a big family when it, comes to, uh, uh, when it comes to high school football. And, of course, George, uh, the old man was not only a great football coach, but he, he was one of the greatest high school football players uh, mm-hmm. ever to play uh, in the state of Georgia and was in that inaugural class. 
Absolutely. IJ, we appreciate you spending some time with us as always. Your game is about three minutes away from kicking off up that way. Let's, uh, let's wrap up this regular season with some excitement tonight. Yeah, gentlemen, it's good talking to you guys. Look forward to next Friday night. All right. That is IJ Rosenberg from Score Atlanta, the game tonight. Uh, Norcross at North Gwinnett, uh, the game. And so that one's uh, that's an 8 o'clock start. That's about two minutes away from getting started. Other games are in progress. Top of the hour, we're going to update you on some scores. And we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive into this reclassification. Uh, that's coming up. Jim Finch, president of GHSA, is going to join us. And then school days, we're going to check in. Well, see who is. We're going to check in with the big fellas. Charles Grant, recent inductee into the high school football hall of fame here in Georgia, will join us. That's coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. You stay with us for the scoreboard show, your scoreboard show, the high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.